0: Good morning, and welcome to this edition of Advice Worth Keeping, KPMG's podcast series where we interview firm executives and thought leaders, as well as third-party industry luminaries and experts on important global business trends, topics, and leading practices. My name is Stan Lepique, and I lead global research for KPMG's Management Consulting Services Group. We have a very interesting topic today looking at organizational models in the connected enterprise, specifically a capabilities-based strategy to the connected enterprise. Leading today's session will be Mr. Duncan Abis. Duncan is a member of the U.S. firm. He's a principal in the Customer Solutions Group. Duncan will be joined by Catherine Black, also part of the U.S. firm, a principal in the corporate strategy part of the organization. And then also Layla Shin. She's a director in the People and Change Group. So Duncan, take it away. So thank you, Leela,
1: for joining us today. Catherine, thanks for joining us today. We're gonna talk today about organizational models within Connected Enterprise, thinking about the implications for a capability-based model, as well as what does it mean to be a platform business. So with that thought, we can start by saying a core part of the Connected Enterprise is this concept of a capability based organization moving away from sort of our traditional functional silos and moving into a world where we can really try and drive what we've talked a lot about, business agility. So, Lena, maybe thoughts from you about what does it mean to move to this capability model and how do you start that journey?
2: It's a really great question. And I think one of the things that people forget to think about is even though you may be a finance role or a sales role or a marketing role that it needs to go beyond just what your function says, as you mentioned, the cross functionality and the need to really connect front, middle, back office is really important from a customer centric perspective to understand how your role really impacts the rest of the organization how it impacts the customer experience, those kinds, of thinkings, those kinds of thinking and capability around being able to do that as a person within the organization is going to be very critical. And so breaking down silos and understanding what your role means to other functions and how you interact and creating the ability to have those cross-functional discussions and strategic conversations really lets everybody understand this is what we need to be doing, this is how I need to be acting to really impact the end customer experience and what does that role look like if I do, don't do that versus what do I do if if that happens. Great. And
3: it really is all about the customer. The way businesses and our clients win today is by serving their customer in a unique way that is better than what the other options that are available. And oftentimes that can't be done in a silo. You can have the best certain capability within the organization, but if it's not directed towards something that's better for the customer, it's not really going to pay out. And so often we see people go towards a best-in-class or a leading capability in a particular area, Mm -hmm. and they don't see a return from it because they didn't think through how it's going to impact the customer in the end and how they need to work with their colleagues in other areas to really bring the full impact to the end consumer. And that's the only way they really see return in the end. So it's a great point. Yeah.
1: One of the guiding principles of Connected Enterprise is connecting what we call as the front, middle and back office. For many organisations that may mean different things, but in our definition that really means front is, think of it as customer facing, mm-hmm. sales, marketing, service. Middle is actually how you deliver on the promises that are being made by the front office. So think supply chain, think product, think technology. And then in the back office is really about our sort of core functions, so HR, finance. Mm-hmm reporting, how you support the organization. Catherine, you brought up the point about capabilities and about how you may have the best capability in a single way, but it's maybe not connected. So how do you think about connecting these capabilities beyond sort of classic organizational reporting models? Is it a governance model? Is it technology? Is it the way that you think about how you compensate people or target them?
3: I think all the examples you mentioned are really important. I think all of those do have to be grounded and anchored in a unifying goal or ambition typically aimed at the customer and how you're going to win in the marketplace with your target customer. And that really should drive all the things that you mentioned, the incentives, how teams operate together, how the organization is structured, all of that good stuff.
2: I think that one of the key things is really at the end of the day, your organization as a whole has a overarching business objective or targets that you're trying to meet across the organization. And I think one of the things that we've done with one of our CPG clients recently has been around, let's take a look at what are the core behaviors, the Mm -hmm. mindsets that you really need to infuse within marketing, sales, finance, and supply chain. So very cross-functional in nature to achieve whatever the targets are, whatever the goals are by brand. We're not here to tell you how to get to that achievable goal, but we're telling you what the behaviors and mindsets have to be, and one of the key things that we're trying to institute is taking a customer perspective. Mm -hmm. What does a customer really want? What does the end consumer really want? Start with understanding what the category vision is going to look like. Where are you going to get growth from? How are your brands playing into that? Not looking at where you have rights to play, but where you want to play, and Mm -hmm. really trying to expand your thinking around that. So we're really creating high-touch, facilitated workshops to really think about, what's the behavior, what's the mindset that you should be going into your process to do by brand, by category, what you need to be doing. But we're instituting that mindset change, the capability change that they need to free up in order to think about growth from a different perspective.
1: Part of our research, when we looked at the capabilities and obviously one of the capabilities that organization alignment within the connected enterprise framework, of the capabilities, that was the least invested in Mm -hmm. capability and I see you smiling, I'm sure you both see this, but why do you think it's behind that? Why is it the organization always seems to be the last thing that folks really think about? You know, technology is always the first thing. Mm -hmm. And then we talked about investing in the customer or in channels or in products. And then for some reason, you know, the organization, the governance, the compensation is always the last thing that people consider. Maybe share some thoughts about why do you think that happens?
3: I think that happens because it's really hard, <laughs> 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 right. I think it's really tough to get alignment, and it, it's the oftentimes the key ingredient that really makes a strategy work, but it's hard to do. It's a lot of time, it right. takes a lot of trust, and it takes everyone being willing to kind of open up and, and learn new things and change their behaviors to, to get to something pretty new and different, and frankly, risky, oftentimes.
2: Right. Right. I was just thinking, too, that I feel like leaders are probably completely overwhelmed at this point in time. There are so many technological advances. You don't know what consumers are wanting. You've got the rise of e-commerce. You've got a lot of direct-to-consumer and people wanting more convenience and faster. And everything seems changing so fast that I think leaders have a hard time keeping up with just even the trends and what am I supposed to be doing and how do I create growth? And they're getting hit by so many different things that they're just trying to understand what are the capabilities I need without thinking about how do I then install still that how do I clarify something that I don't even know what I need to be clarifying so you take intelligent automation for example when people think about working with robots or how that looks I mean you can't even imagine what that might look like in the future how do you work with AI so if leaders aren't even clear on what that looks like for their organization and how they're going to really achieve growth and all of those kinds of things they can't clarify that for the organization and so To your point, Catherine, it becomes very hard to really instill the organizational capabilities and alignment when even yourself as a leader may not be sure exactly what you need to be doing as well. And so you're kind of moving in this world of ambiguity. And one of the things that we do from a people and change perspective is really think about how do you create change leaders and how do you instill that adaptability, agility within your leadership to go, look, I may not know the answer for five years from now. I may know it for the next six months to a year. How do I just clarify that and get people moving and align everybody around that and instill this ability of agile, morphing, things are always gonna change capabilities. So we talked a little bit about the capability
1: being the least invested in amongst them. Maybe can you talk about the way you've seen examples of making that case for change or why is the investment important, and how important it is to make this journey to the connected enterprise?
2: Mm. I think one of the issues is slow growth, and especially from a CPG perspective and in a retail perspective, you only have so much investment funds to give. And I think when you think about technology around Omnichannel, which used mm-hmm. to be the big technological thing sure. in the last couple years, or investing in digital or those experiences, I mean, those all cost money. And so at the end of the day, when you then start to think about organizational alignment or people capabilities or talent or mm-hmm. HR, those things that you really need to think about from a performance perspective, you have a limited pool of money then to really allocate. Mm-hmm. I think we're companies do it the best is when they proactively think about the people perspective the talent the organizational structure bring your HR along to be good partners in that strategic discussion so you're building that capability along the way and it doesn't become a massive investment at the end and all of a sudden you're trying to get the people on board (laughs) trying to get the ROI from the technology and it doesn't work.
3: And much like your business success is going to be driven by customers getting something new and different from you, your business change success is going to be driven by employees doing and thinking and acting differently than they have in the past. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, all the technology in the world without people changing how they think and act isn't going to yield the end results. So, it's an interesting differentiator, and I would challenge companies who do sort of put it to right. the back to really assess rethink how successful it. they're being, and if they need to, yeah, rethink it, bring right. it forward.
1: We talk a lot about capability-based models, and as a firm, we've been investing a lot in this concept of a platform business. Mm-hmm. And that, it feels to me that's where the two concepts come together, sort of the mm-hmm. idea of being a platform business where you can push different products and services, almost like a factory with different tools aligned, and the tools being those capabilities. So are you seeing organizations starting to change the way they think about sort of a classic operating model into more of a platform business, and really trying to utilize that model?
3: I think we're seeing a lot of new companies start their journey with that business model and do it fairly successfully. I think we're also starting to see some companies say, hey, I've got a great consumer base. How do I think about that differently? Which I think is the starting point on the journey to what you've described, Duncan, because really a platform is all about figuring out, hey, how do I bring more to my customer so they want to do more with me, which Mm. brings more suppliers into my universe so that it's a virtuous cycle Mm -hmm. and i do think we're starting to see more and more companies think through the first piece of that journey which is what do i do for my customer
2: to your point earlier understanding then the capabilities you need in order to build a platform that becomes hard hence the non-investment and that's the last lever when we think about
3: platforms so often we're thinking about a platform around the end consumer but that probably needs a little bit of shifting in mindset as well. A, does that make sense? And should you start to think about the end consumer? But also, how would you create a platform for your maybe wholesale or retail customers today? And I don't think we're seeing a lot right. of that in the marketplace yet.
1: The idea of thinking about the consumer in the heart of our business, people immediately jump to direct the consumer mm-hmm. as a different way of thinking. And I think our perspective certainly is, that's one use exactly. of Exactly but you can still put the consumer at the heart of your business whether you're still doing your traditional Mm -hmm. distribution models through retailers or other dot-com platforms that isn't yours. The issue is, to your point, the starting point is put the consumer at the center of your business, orientate your organization around that, be sure about what is your business goal that you're trying to do so you'll be clear about how the objectives and how those capabilities really line up. And then connect
2: them and one of the things that is really important that we believe is fundamental to that change is really trying to show them what good looks like. Mm-hmm. So employees of examples of in this type right. of situation, here are the behaviors you want to do. So I know from a customer perspective, we do a lot of journey mapping yep. around end consumers, and here's the customer experience we want, and here's how you fit into that. We do that from an employee perspective as well, from a journey mapping standpoint to say, here's how we think your life cycle should look like and how you should behave in certain situations. And that making it real for them is really critical so that they know, great, we're gonna be customer centric.
3: You know, one thing that just occurred to me, that takes time and yet, what we hear in the press, what we tell people is that moving quickly mm-hmm, and right. being agile is critically important. So I can completely understand how a lot of executives are thinking, geez, how do I invest the time to do the things that you're mm-hmm. talking about when I'm also supposed to be moving faster than ever before and right. be incredibly agile? But they kind of go hand in hand. They do.
1: We've worked on a similar client challenge where one way we thought about sort of the speed and the agility is to try and say, rather than transforming the entire organization at the same time, why don't you create effectively a new co? or you take a brand mm-hmm. if you don't want to do that and just say, we're going to transform this brand and then we're going to use this brand as the internal, mm-hmm. what does good look like?
0: Because a lot of the organizations say, well, I don't
1: care what it looks like in company X and Y because my culture is very different. Right. My business right. is very different. So you start with that business and then that business starts to operate the way you want to do it. And eventually that starts, it's kind of like the gravitational pull of the planet. It starts to pull in the other brands mm-hmm. and products. And eventually it eats the legacy organization. Mm-hmm. We use the analogy of the Pac-Man, you know, yep. sort of eating <laughs> yeah. up the other brands in there. But I actually do think this is an interesting way of thinking about how you do both. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah. Time is not something that we have infinite, both as yes. a humor level, but also as a exactly, business yeah. level. So as we think about this and trying to put a bow on this, What's the one big thing that you would suggest that organizations really think about when it comes to the transition to a capability-based organization?
2: I really think the biggest thing is to think about the culture you want to set within your organization, because I think everything that we talked about in the last couple minutes has really been around the execution of that. So when you think about your strategy and where you want to go and how you want the experience that you really want your customers to have from your brand or Mm -hmm. products or services, think about the culture you need to infuse in that. Think about the elements of that culture you really want and then execute against that. Mm -hmm. And I think defining that culture and clarifying what that culture looks like for the organization is going to have all the other pieces fall into place. And you can align your operating model against that, you can align your people against that, your talent, your HR, and really get people to understand what do I need to do to change and how do I really fit in that culture. And I think that clarity to start with that, I think is going to be critical.
3: Yeah, I agree with your point. I think that it really does come down to alignment and aligning on what you're going after and how you're going to get there. And really, culture is a key ingredient in that. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Thank okay. you, both.
0: So if you'd like to learn more about the points discussed today, check out some associated links on the landing page for this podcast. Or if you're not at the landing page, check out the following link. It's www com slash US slash Connected Enterprise. Uh, There will be more information on this topic and several others related to key issues around customer solutions and building stronger relationships with your customer base. Again, that's www.kpmg.com slash US slash Connected Enterprise. Duncan, Catherine, and Layla, thank you for your time and insights today.